Hey, it's Candy. Did you know that I have a quiz to help coaches choose their niche? Yeah, I do. It's super popular and it has been taken more than 20,000 times. This is a fun quiz that takes you about two minutes to do, and it will probably give you way more clarity on choosing your best coaching niche. So now whether you say niche or niche, it's going to work for you. And if you're a coach and you have been stuck in niche indecision, wondering what to do, then you should take my quiz and find out what you learn. You can take the quiz today at coachnichequiz.com. That's coachnichequiz.com. Okay, let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to She Coaches Coaches. I'm your host, Candy Motzek, and I'm going to help you find the clarity, confidence, and courage to become the coach that you are meant to be. If you're a new coach, or if you've always wanted to be a life coach, then this is the place for you. We're going to talk all about mindset and strategies and how to, because step-by-step only works when you have the clarity, courage, and confidence to take action. Let's get started. Hey, coaches, and welcome to this episode of She Coaches Coaches. I have a great guest for you today, J.M. Ryerson. J.M. is an international speaker, mindset, and business coach. He's host of the Let's Go Win podcast and bestselling author of Let's Go Win, The Keys to Living Your Best Life and Champion's Daily Playbook. He helps high-performing leaders define and execute their individual leadership styles in order to grow the impact and profits of their businesses. His passion is to help others succeed at work, at home, and in life by offering simple tools that provide a work-life balance. And I just want you to know that one of the reasons that I'm having JM on this show is because of this concept of the high performing leader. And I know that many of you listening have been in that hypo role. And now you're transitioning either as a side hustle or as your full-time gig to being a coach. And so I know he's going to talk the kind of language that speaks to you. Welcome, JM. I'm so glad you're here. Candy, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Happy to be a part of the show. This will be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. You and I have never met before, so we're just going to have a great organic conversation. Um, Tell me how you got started. Like, you know, you got a lot on the go there. What was your start? So I built three companies in the financial service world, which didn't lend anything to what I was doing. But what I chose to do was write a book for our, uh, my wife and I have 16-year-old and 13-year-old son. And that was Let's Go Win, uh, Keys to Living Your Best Life. And the gal I was working with said, man, I didn't know you were so selfish. And I said, whoa, I don't think I'm selfish. What are you talking about? She said, if you only share this with two human beings, you're selfish. Got it lesson learned, published. And that just led to somebody saying, Hey, can you help my son lose 80 pounds? I was like, yeah, I could do that. Can you help this PGA golfer? He's missed 12 straight cuts. Yeah, I could do that. And that just kept going. And what I found is my bucket was just being so filled, being a part of these other people's journeys by just helping them with some basic ideas, some foundational things 
that can really allow them to flourish and thrive by just being themselves, just being their true, authentic selves. And at that point, there was no looking back. Once once I opened up Pandora's box, it was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. And that <laughs> led to the podcast. And so every day, like your listeners, I get to wake up and do exactly what I love to do. And I get to work with people to be a little part of inspiring them to, to accomplish their dreams. I can't think of a better thing to do. And so, yeah, that's that's been my journey. Mm, I love that. And I hear you. I know. And and I so appreciate that. This getting to do exactly what you love to do. And for me also, there's that vibe of like, this is what I'm meant to be doing, you know, so we got to show up and do the thing that sort of is part of our path. One of the things that I think is interesting is the show up as you concept, and especially for new coaches, everybody's on all the socials and they're looking at all those names and they're like, well, do I do this or do I do that? Am I an extrovert and I'm trying to tone it down? Am I a true introvert? And I think I have to amp it up. Talk about this show up as you concept. Yeah. The the best example I can give is I'm six, five. God made me that way. Look, it is what it is. It takes no time, no energy, and my back's in complete alignment if I'm 6'5". Now, I could try to be 5'5 five, five for you, and through a lot of time, a heck of a lot of energy and complete out of alignment, I could probably convince you that. But why? I'm 6'5". And so that's how I look at show up as you in any endeavor of our life, whether it's our career, as a spouse, as a parent. God made you the way you are, this beautiful being. And at some point we put on masks and we try to look a certain way. We try to sound a certain way. And it's all BS. Like, look, you are amazing. And it takes zero energy to just be you, to be that authentic self. And when you get that freedom to just show up as you, just as that naked, vulnerable self, obviously, you know, wear the clothes, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Emotionally naked. (laughs) That's correct. When you do that, it's amazing how fulfilling everything becomes your coaching clients. They, they, they just resonate with you. They, they will follow you and run through a brick wall, your team, your kids, when you open up to them, they really understand. It's not just, I I'm your dad. I told you. So it's like, you talk to them in a different way, your spouse and this relationship it's no longer you trying to look this way, sound this way. It just becomes easy. And now you get to devote that energy towards whatever you're pursuing. So if it's coaching, if I'm just me, I get to put all that energy into that rather than putting energy towards looking this way, sounding this way. And that's the stuff people will follow. And I fell into the trap too, Candy, where it was like, oh, do I want to look this way? That guy sounds amazing on stage that, you know, she writes so incredibly well. But guess what? That's not me. And if I try to pretend to be that, it's going to come off exactly as that pretend a facade, a fake. So just be you because you are beautiful. You just have to accept your greatness and let it go. And like I can hear the passion in your message. And by the way, I'm like 410. So so if we were to meet in person, just be me is like. One guy at the gym called me a tripping hazard the other day. <laughs> so, <right? laughs> um, but 
what I want to say is like, I hear that passion and, you know, and then we say this, just accept who you are and then be truly, truly you. And while I hear how true that feels, I also know that so often to be successful in corporate, in any kind of organization, we always sort of tamper it down. You know, like the more that you move into a senior leadership role, you have to speak a certain way. You pull back a little bit. It's not that you're not warm and connected with your team, but you are in charge of keeping the, keeping the tones low, like making sure that nobody freaks the heck out. Right. So we train ourselves to do that through our first career, second career, as we're doing this, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, if that's what, you know, people are choosing, choosing, but that is so radically different than what you're describing. So give me the practical, because I know you're a practical guy, practical way to do, to make that first step for somebody who says, yeah, I hear that, but listen, I'm used to writing in passive language, keeping the tones down, making sure I've got my executive presence on. And now I want to be me. How do I do it? Yeah, it's a great question. And I'm not suggesting it's this easy thing because being truly vulnerable is a scary idea for a lot of people. But what I would say is spending some real time to get in, insightful and really say, what am I? What do I enjoy? What do I love? Who am I? It's so often when you ask somebody, hey, who are you? What do you represent? How do you behave? And they're like, I don't know, because I've been wearing this mask and I put on a mask in like fifth grade and then sixth grade, seventh grade. And then it goes into corporate and we keep throwing them on. And that's masks are for parties. They are not meant for living. It's like, take that stuff off Mm -hmm. and how heavy that is. So to answer your question, the first thing I do is I, I tell people to get really quiet. If you can go away and legit reconnect with nature, I like to write and just meditate. That's my thing. I know that sounds a little hippy dippy for some and cool. Don't do that. Then just find some quiet time. It could be prayer. It could be walking on a beach, hiking a mountain, journaling. It doesn't really matter, but get a little quiet time for you. And when you rediscover what you really love and your audience, if they're coaching, if that's what they're passionate, they they started to really feel that where it's like, oh, yeah, corporate wasn't fun for me. Didn't enjoy it. There's a reason I left. So you've already started that path. And so it's just really kind of taking that off. And if it's a fear thing, I'll give you one thing that I love to do. It's called the three R's. Write down, or first you recognize, what is the fear? And then write it down. That's not a four R, it's, it's a W. So <laughs> recognize it and write it down. <laughs> it's phonetic, it's good. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> and then the second is to release it. Whatever you wrote down, whatever that fear was, release it. Tear it up, eat it, shred it. I really don't care, just destroy it. And then the third R is to react in total opposition. So if your fear is, I don't want to show up as my wacky self because I may not be accepted, write that down, shred it. I'm a burner. I burn it and then go be that wacky person. And guess what? Courage is like a muscle. It gets stronger the more you use it. So just put yourself out there one time. And I use that RRR exercise all the time. And it's allowed me to really, truly embrace who I am. 
And I wasn't that way early in my career either, right? I was wearing the three-piece suit and tie, saying certain things. And man, it was so much energy. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to be me. And guess what? All of my uh, companies went up way more. I'm working far less hours and people actually wanted to follow me as a leader. So it was like, okay, there's something to this. Right. Right. And I, and I, I like your three R's. I think that's great. And to me, they're a bit of a right, you know, like an R I T E kind of right. Um, and those are super powerful, especially when you set the intention before you do it. So I think that that's a really good suggestion for people. And then the idea of taking the quiet time. Now, listen, I'm a meditator and a journaler. You can, you guys that are listening to the audio, you can't see it. But anytime you see a picture of me in my she shed, you can see the wall of journals behind me. And those are the things that I filled over the past few months. And so I am a real strong proponent on that. There is something super powerful about being quiet. And I agree that not everybody is a meditator. And I love your suggestions about go for a walk, go for a walk in nature. You know, like my husband's not a meditator, but he goes out in the boat and that's his, that's his holy place. Right. And so it's great. That's how he does it. And so I think there's a way for everybody. You've also talked a lot about the results of what happens when you show up as yourself. Was there anything surprising, anything that you hadn't expected? Just how easy it was. Um, mm. the, the fear and trepidation of, well, I think. I'm supposed to look this way. I don't know where it comes from. Like we all were conditioned. You're right about that. It is truly a, a uh, nurtured thing. It's a conditioned thing that all of a sudden we have to look this way, but who wrote that rule? Who decided that you have to. And what I do love about the world today more and more is it, it is more accepting of people that maybe do have a different hairstyle. Maybe they have visible tattoos. What does that have to do with the intention and the purity of the person? Zero. And even corporate America, I know you're in Canada, but corporations in general have started to accept the fact that, you know what? We just want good human beings here. The stuffy idea of back in the 70s, 80s, 90s, where it was all really, as my wife calls it, pale, male and stale, where it was just all buttoned up. Yeah. It started to change. And I think that's a, I think that's really important because we need the diversity of ideas. We need the creativity. And when you look at the greatest companies around, they accept that. And so I think like a Google or I don't know, Apple, those that have embraced, just bring your creativity, just be you, you see how much they're accelerating. So it's kind of starting to say, Hey, corporate world. Nah, you got it wrong. I know that's how it was. This has evolved. And so to answer your question directly, just how freeing and easy it was. I didn't expect that. I thought it would be so scary, just like everybody else to truly be me, but everybody embraced it. And it just made my life so much easier and allowed so much energy to go towards other projects instead of being drained at the end of the day. I would literally go home at the end of the day and I'm fired up versus, oh, wow, that was a long one. And my guess too, is that you have really given other people permission to do the same just by virtue of you showing up in that space. 
So yeah, interesting. Uh, so true. And I'm sorry if I cut you off. I didn't mean oh, no, to. No, it's cool. The the word permission is so critical. I love that, right? To give someone permission to just be them. And as you know, I stole it from Ray Dalio, but radical transparency, like be truthful, be honest. You can tell me anything. I'm I'm up for it. It's so cool. The other thing I didn't mention, she she shed. Awesome. That's so <laughs> yeah. cool. Yeah, it's my little zone in the backyard. And I have the longest commute, you know, it's like, I don't know, maybe 50 feet from my back door to the to the shed. Me and I carry my cup of coffee. Sometimes I'm wearing a coat. Most of the times not, but uh, it's a great place to work. And And I think that that is, you know, there's something about this showing up as you, but then also making that space for yourself your own space to do your own work. Do you find that that's a part of it as well? Oh, for sure. I mean, we're talking about conditioning and rewiring hardwires. Look, our parents, no matter how awesome, I had the most amazing parents. They gave me some crappy hardwires. They just did. And so there is some recalibrating that we have to do to our subconscious. So specifically, one of the ones that I've been teaching, because it's kind of a simple one, And I don't recall where I got it from. So if somebody knows, please hit me up and let me know. But it's accepting your greatness. And so part of my mantra that I do in in my meditations now is it came from greatness. I attract greatness. I am greatness. And I say it over and over and over again, because that is the truth. You know, we we coming out of the womb, coming into as a five-year-old, like we were great. We were incredible. We had no self-limiting beliefs. And then the world hit us and then it hit us again. And so we started to accept the fact that, oh, I can't blah. I'm blah. No, you're not. You're this amazing being with unlimited potential until someone else stuck their you know finger in your eye and said you couldn't and you believed them. <laughs> And so I say it all the time. I, I came from greatness. I attract greatness. I am greatness. And if people can just rewire their own subconscious, you are greatness. It's just got to let it out. Mm, yeah, agreed. There's um, and there's something else like as I'm looking at the sign over your shoulder there for coaches specifically, and I'm not sure if this is something that you've seen as well with the people that you work with, your show up as you. There is a lot of, you know, so like we've covered this idea that just to be in alignment with who you are and that you already are divinely guided, you are already great, you are already completely 100% worthy. But these first two words show up and it's like there's something in that, just that first part of that sentence that's really powerful because if we don't show up then what are we doing right Mm -hmm. so i don't know have you ever kind of broken it down like it's show up as you but then it's like it really starts with this show up yeah so again meditation it goes back for me um staying present being mindful being in this moment i have a saying i stole it from lao Tzu, but i just made a little shorter Past is pain, future is anxiety, present is everything. So often we are thinking about what we have coming up, what just happened, the baggage that I'm bringing through the door. And the truth is you only have right now. So right now I only have Candy and I, and I'm going to give everything I have to Candy. And when we're done and your and her audience, of course, when we're done, 
I will go on and I'm going to give a hundred percent to my next thing because that's the only guaranteed time that we really have. And so, yeah, I, that's really uh, something that's important to me as our uh, attention span continues to dwindle and dwindle year by year, being able to stay in the present, in the now showing up as your best version of you. I think, I think it's just an amazing feeling when you're able to really be in that space and to provide that for someone else, Mm -hmm. just like you're listening now. Like I can watch you listening intently as an active listener and I feel heard. Well, that's what we all want. You're showing up as an incredible host. You're showing up as an incredible uh, communicator. And guess what? It'll make the show that much better because of that. Because you're going to take something that I've said instead of your own agenda and say, you know what? Oh, here's something. And that's how the show's gone. You're showing up in that authentic version of another human being connecting with another person, even with the screens in the way, even though we're thousands of miles away from one another, I feel like I'm right next to you. I feel like we're connected. And that is, that is, you want to know how to be a really good coach? Do that. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And, and I'm very intentional about wanting to be fully focused on you and our conversation. First off for the conversation, for the, the, connection of the conversation, because that's ultimately important, but then also so that it does transmit so that the listeners hear it and it sparks something in them. Interesting about this present moment and that, you know, this is all that we have. And I'm not quite sure where I'm going with this, but this place of if you can show up in the present, totally aligned you're basically unstoppable. That is, that's kind of my thought about it. What do you think? Yeah. So if you give everything in this moment, the very best that you have, and you just continue to do that, continue to do that, continue to do that. It's like, wow, look at what we've created and look at how fulfilling this relationship, this conversation, this beer, whatever you're doing, like whatever you're into, it's it's truly remarkable. And again, I use the word fill. It fulfills your buckets when, when you do that. You can't change the past. Nobody's that I know of has been able to do it. And I really can't affect the future. I could worry about it. But if I just right now, if I give everything I have to this moment and I continue to do that, it's amazing what the future is that we create. And I'm not saying it's easy because look, we all have responsibilities and we have tasks and we have cell phones and everything's going on around us. It's like, wow. But when you're able to just quiet the mind and say, yeah, I'm here, I'm, I'm right here. And I'm giving everything to, again, this moment to myself, to whatever I'm pursuing. Um, it's, it's just, you can feel how, how easy it becomes and how you have some real clarity around what I'm doing. But if you're juggling 10 things in the air, it's like, it's really tough to be good at any of them. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole switch tasking thing that just doesn't serve us. Um, And just, so I wanted to just sort of, and layer something on there. So I agree about doing the best that you can in this moment. And so this is a yes. And, and sometimes the thing in this moment is not very good. Right? Mm. Like, like the best does not have to mean your 
your ultimate best, but it is the best that you are capable of in this moment. Today is pouring rain outside there and it's cold and I've got the heat on in my shed and I'm probably, you know, like I'm, there's things that I'm, I usually do better in my work, in my writing, in my recording, whatever is on my, you know, to-do list for today, but it's okay. It's as long as it's not an unrealistic expectation, not tailing into perfectionism, right? So, so there's that place of acceptance as well. Mm. Oh, I love the way you said that. It's a hundred percent. It's like, if your intention is to just give a hundred percent to that moment, even if it's, again, my company's called Let's Go Win. Is it all about wins and losses? No, it's about setting yourself up to win every single day. Does that mean it's going to be exceptional? Oh man, my writing is ludicrous at some points. It's phenomenal (laughs) at others. And it's just average Joe Schmo here. But guess what? My intention is to give it my all every single time. And that's where the greatness comes from. Because look, that's life. Nothing is perfect. That's what you brought up social media earlier. And that's why it's so funny when people get into that comparison trap. It's like, no, they're just not showing what's really happening. And that's cool. You don't have to show, you know, the the burnt toast or whatever bad thing, the flat tire. I, I get it. This isn't awesome. And now you sound like you're just complaining, but that's life. And so I agree with you. It's just, look, you, you, you give it everything you have with pure intentions and some of it will be amazing. And some you just, okay, moving on. Yeah, it'll be better than it was. Thank you. Really enjoyed this conversation, Jam. I'm so glad that you came onto my show. Tell me and tell the audience if they're interested in finding out more about you, how can they reach you? Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. And I had a wonderful time on the show as well. Uh, they can reach me at letsgowin.com. Uh, Let's go win 365 on virtually every social media platform. And I do answer them. I actually, I really enjoy engaging in human interaction and connection. So I would love for people to check it out. And uh, again, just thank you, Candy. I I really enjoyed today. Thanks so much. Thanks again for listening today. Please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Also, I would love to hear from you. Did something that I say resonate? What else would you like to learn about? Click the link in the player and leave a comment on the post. This is going to give me great ideas for future episodes so I can help you best. Join me again next week for more coaching, support, and teaching to help you become the confident coach you are meant to be.